0: Welcome back to Get Outside with Kids. It's just Kate tonight. Jen is unable to join, so I'm joined by a special guest today. Jessica Sprout is an outdoor enthusiast, traveler, and explorer. She believes in the power of the outdoors and is an advocate for access to nature for all. Jessica has a master's degree in child development and now works as a photographer, writer, and content creator. She's the founder of a new app, Trail Collective, that seeks to break down barriers to accessing nature and the outdoors for people of all ages and abilities. Jessica, thank you for joining me tonight. Thanks for having me. So maybe we can just get started with you telling me a little bit about Why is getting outside with kids important to you?
1: Firstly, it started, it's just important to me for my own well-being. And I found that after having a baby, that that was something that really helped me just feel more myself um, to spend a little bit of time outside every day. And then that kind of morphed into... Um, as my child got a little bit older and that that was just part of our day. Um, And I can see now as he grows that it's, you know, I can see that he feels kind of a freedom the same as I do in outside and that there's endless opportunities for exploring and imaginative play. And I always like that saying of if you remove the walls, there's no walls to bounce off of. And I find that to be true. I, th- I think for everybody, it just creates a sense of freedom.
0: Their voices don't bounce off the walls as much. You know, the insanity <laughs> of like kids' voices in my head is just like that's the main reason I want to go outside. Their voices don't sound so loud or so annoying. <laughs>
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And I think there's just a lot, there's a lot less things that they can't do outside. For me, anyways, we don't have a ton of rules at home, I guess, but there's even less outside that it's like, sure, like, yeah, why not? You can do that if you want to.
0: Somebody who was already doing a lot of traveling and photography and content creation, a lot of exploring before you had your child. How did that change once you became a mom?
1: To be honest, like, I probably wouldn't have the same story as many people who are doing lots of outdoorsy stuff with kids like when I first had a kid it changed a lot for me and I think it's kind of powerful to share that for some people that it's not I always say I wasn't camping with a six-week-old baby I wasn't doing a lot with a six-week-old baby to be honest I was sitting on a nest in the couch (laughs) for quite a bit of time yeah that definitely changed and I that was a, a hard adjustment for me I think because I hadn't seen a lot of people sharing that part of it um I saw lots of stories of people just getting back out there. And I know that that is the case that many people are able to get back out there. I had a pretty um, traumatic pregnancy and birth experience. Um, And aside from that, I just found the change from being a not a single person, but from just being me. And then to being a mom, that that was a very big change. Um, So gradually over time, like my ideas of what getting outside and being outdoorsy just changed. And I accepted that and that was okay. Like, so it was like, oh, I'm going outside. I'm going for a walk around the block or I'm going for a walk to the beach. That's close to my house, Um, but I'm not going out for like eight hours on the trails. (laughs) (laughs) you know so it was a big change but (laughs) saying that like that morphed over time too um and with the pandemic like with everything shutting down that's really when my son had just turned two when COVID hit and uh then we just started that's what I did with him and he was at a an age where you know he was okay traveling in the car and he could nap in the carrier or whatever and I had a better grasp on things to to go and try things on my own so that year, I did like 200 hikes with him on my back. So 200? Just yeah. <laughs> that was, I mean, I just really, yeah, I didn't have a lot. That was, honestly, I feel like that's what got me through that year. It was pretty tough with no no childcare, no family support, nothing, right? I know a lot yeah. of people have
0: that same story. It doesn't make it easier, though. <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> and when I say sucks. hike... <laughs> Yeah. when I say hike, like, I mean, I count now I count like everything as a hike. Like, you know, we went to the playground that has a little 500 meter trail. That's a hike. Oh, that's totally (laughs) a
0: hike. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think it's really interesting what you're saying about like the word outdoorsy as well. I've been thinking about this a lot, you know, and you see these, you know, there's some kick-ass moms out there who are super strong. They're carrying two kids up a mountain to go backpacking by themselves, you know, for two days. And you're like, oh my gosh, the idea, it's like a nightmare to me. I love, (laughs) I mean, I love hiking. I love backpacking. We did a lot of it before we had kids. We've tried to do it with kids, but some of these things, I'm just like, gosh, that looks like so much effort <laughs> and you know the chaos that's going on in the background. Yeah. But, like, I think that word outdoorsy, you know, it implies to me that you're doing those kind of adventures. And and like you say, if I'm like, why well, just walked 10 minutes to the park and let my kid just play there for an hour, am I still outdoorsy? I don't know. What does it actually mean?
1: <laughs> I've talked about that a lot. I'd like to challenge that notion of outdoorsy because I don't think it needs to be hardcore. Like to me, I'm like, if you like going outside, if you like being with your flowers on your patio or on your deck or whatever you have that's accessible, then I think that's outdoorsy. And I don't like, I think it's amazing that some women Women are doing that for sure. I totally think that's amazing. Don't get me wrong. Like that is incredible. And I also think that's not necessarily accessible for everyone. And that can be a bit intimidating, Um, especially if you don't have like a support of friends or other people that are doing that as well. Uh, those are big, big undertakings with little kids for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: yeah. So I was, I was looking in in some of the communities that you've created as well. And so, you know, that finding your kind of people, the people you want to spend time with when you have kids can be so important. How have you been able to build that community for yourself and for other women? Mostly, I'm guessing, you know, who want to spend time outside with or without their kids.
1: <laughs> that's, that's really funny. I actually just wrote an article for Explore Magazine kind of around this too um, and I think it's kind of interesting and again it took time like I don't in during COVID especially in that beginning phase I don't know why more so in the beginning but it felt so isolating and um, so I yeah I kind of turned to like online groups and just trying to make connections um and some of that's through social media and some of that was well actually it all kind of ended up being through social media but I I reached out to Annika who's who she and I now are in business together but um, I didn't know her she had a couple chapters of a group called Born to be Adventurous um, across Canada and I reached out to her just like thinking probably there was already a chapter in Vancouver and I reached out to a number of other kind of like outdoorsy parenting type groups that were across different places like hike a baby and um, wild kind and nobody had anything in vancouver so i just i started one and covid not the best time for like in-person get-togethers but through varying times as the restrictions changed. I just ended up posting things like going here for a walk or for a hike. And I think the group has like 1700 members. So it was never like that many people showing up, obviously, but just the connection even... Online and then meeting up with people in person, um, and I think it's one of those things too, where it's like you have friends for different parts of your life. Because I have really good friends, and not everybody wants to do the same things, no. right? Like, <laughs> like, oh, do you want to hike this weekend? No, not really. Like, I want to go out for brunch or whatever. And I like to do those things too. But it was nice, like in having groups online. And I also I'm a uh, a leader for the Women Who Explore group in Vancouver, which is a much bigger group, but it's not centered or even like really kid friendly. There's lots of women in it that have kids, but it's more for getting your time without the kids. But in those groups anyways, that people, there's just people that are interested in doing those things. So some of them, I'm not not friends with them outside of those activities. Not for any reason other than, you know, our lives don't line up in that way. But it's nice to be able to specifically connect with people that are looking for those the exact same things. Um, and then some of my friends like that I am friend- friends with, otherwise they kind of like join along um, and are happy to because I plan or organize and then they can just kind of like come along. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think that's so cool. Like, I think it's it's a pretty brave move. Firstly, you know, when you're feeling lonely and isolated, sometimes the last thing you want to do is actually reach out to other people, right? Because you're like, well, you know, I wish somebody would reach out to me, but to actually take yeah. that step and create that community where you can actually connect to other people and have connections. I think that's so cool. And it's like, yeah, it feels counterintuitive and it it must be scary to put yourself out there and be like, well, here I am, you know, take me or leave me. And sometimes that works. You know, we did an episode a little while ago about how to make mum friends and (laughs) accepting that like, sometimes it works. And sometimes you're like, we really have nothing, nothing in common other than like, we're both here physically right now. (laughs) And that's cool, but you've got to accept that like, there's going to be kind of fails in the making mum friends phase, I guess.
1: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I definitely feel that. And like, I would classify myself as an introvert generally. So it definitely was stepping outside of my comfort zone, but I really needed it. Like I, and I needed the, I needed to get back into the outdoorsy stuff. So outdoorsy, as we just talked about, but um, I needed to be outside doing things. um, Mm -hmm. So that helped me with that and my own kind of mental well being through parenting and pandemic.
0: <laughs> yeah, like the two hardest things we've gone through recently, parenting and the yeah. pandemic. <laughs> um, yeah. So tell us a little bit more about the Trail Collective app and, and sort of what motivated what motivated the project.
1: So Annika, she has uh, her platform is Born to be Adventurous, but she wrote a hiking guide for families in Alberta, I think Banff and Canaanaskis, and then she sort of had this idea to like change it into something digital. And, and once I started this Vancouver group, she asked me to come on board with Trail Collective, and we didn't know exactly what it was going to be to start. First of all, like we knew what accessing the outdoors had done for us in having kids and making connections. Um, and then also like in sharing that information on social platforms or blogging, and people started to reach out and ask questions. And then some of the feedback that we got, like when giving them information, like one woman said, you know, you know, like, we literally changed my life. I walk every day, I quit smoking, I do all these things with my yeah. kids. and and, um, another one like not quite the same but just like oh like we had an amazing weekend trip to Bowen Island with the information that you gave us and it was such a positive experience and as you know like doing things with kids is not always positive experiences all the time obviously but just to like hear that feedback and know that other people were wanting the same type of information that we wanted and had access to and then looking at other resources that are out there and like information for trails or hikes is available on lots of platforms and there's other apps and stuff that have it but none of them have specific information for families you know like what's the bathroom situation or is it in avalanche territory or do I need to bring bear spray or you know like what's parking do I need a park pass or the terrain even like this is not kid related but I took my parents on a family-friendly hike a hike rated as family-friendly on like one of the other platforms and they they live in Alberta and they were like that was not family friendly. It was a five kilometer hike, but it was very rudy. Like the ground was quite technical with lots of rocks and stuff. And it's like, yeah, like the, there is a difference in that. And that information isn't necessarily included on other platforms in their rating scale. So that was, if we wanted to, to provide families and anybody really um information that they need in an easy to like easy to read, easy to access with all the information that they need. (laughs) Those things kind of contradict, but we wanted to present it in a visually appealing way where it's very easy to find the information and all the information that you need is on there to make a decision for your own family. So we do have a rating scale, but it's less about the rating scale because I feel like every family is different, right? Like one family might be like a moderate hike for us. This family might be very difficult depending on Ability, physical ability, age, how you slept the night before, how many snacks you
0: packed, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. So trying to, although we include a rating to try and to move away from that and and even like the definition of what is family friendly, because I feel like that's a really broad term that's kind of thrown out there, but it's like nobody actually really knows what that even means. Does it mean like your kid can walk it or you can take a stroller on it or your kids are super hardcore and they can go a really long ways? Um, Depends on the family.
0: I think that's so interesting with the idea of like providing all that information, right? Because in Accessibility information, often there's things where somebody, you know, there's like a rating, like you say, like sometimes on a trail it will say wheelchair friendly. And you're like, well, what kind of wheelchair and who's using it? Whereas if you yeah. ask somebody who uses a wheelchair, they'll be like, well, tell me what it's like first. Tell me about the gradient. Tell me about the roots. How rushy is it? Tell me about, you know, how it connects onto a, into a car park. And then I'll decide myself whether I can actually do that or not. But, you know, maybe yeah. this information, there isn't enough of it out there for people to be able to make those decisions when they have, you know, different abilities, different equipment that they're trying to use, whether that's a stroller or a wheelchair or however else they're trying to, you know, get a around. Um, And so being able to provide all that is, is a really great resource.
1: Yeah. And and then like earlier, like I said, we tried, we're trying to include things that might not have traditionally been included as a hike on other platforms. So it's like, um, you know, a paved trail or a pathway, or um, those, are all, those are all what we consider hikes. So if you're visiting another city or you're in your own city and you're like, I just want somewhere to go that's easy and close, that you can find the information for that
0: too. So what geographic area does the app cover?
1: Right now, uh, Western Canada, we have BC Alberta and Saskatchewan and we're working on getting more. Um, we're really um, bootstrapping <laughs> to start with. We have plans to expand but we need um, we'll need help with from other people for content basically to contribute trails so if anyone is wanting to contribute trails we're always open to that we have like close to 600 on the app right as it stands the app's not out in the app store it will be at the end of june and we're hoping for a launch that we'll have like a couple hundred more that we just because we literally are doing all the inputting ourselves right now Um, wow (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> it's a lot yeah we were going through them today and it's like okay like literally most all the Vancouver lower mainland trails and like I've done those yeah. <laughs> I put them in most of them that we've had a few people contribute for sure but yeah so we're hoping once we launch and we have some more funding we'll be able to add gradually and we would, we'll expand into Western U S and across Canada and then hopefully all across North America. And then eventually we hope to go worldwide. Um, time will tell.
0: Wow. Awesome. Big plans then. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I saw a post that you put up on Instagram a little while ago about the rain in Vancouver. Um, (laughs) <laughs> and, you know, the rainy season, which is all year. I mean, I'm from Australia where I'm like, you know, when it rains, people are like, oh, you better stay inside because it's raining. <laughs> As you know, in Vancouver, that just doesn't fly because you're like, well, it rains, you know, here we are in spring and uh, it's still pouring with rain a lot. But how do you kind of stay sane, if at all, in the rainy season of like most of the year here in Vancouver? What are some of your sort of tips and tricks with a kid for, for dealing with the amount of rain that we have here? I
1: would say, honestly, with a kid, it's a little bit easier for me. I grew up in Alberta, which is, gets cold, but it's sunny all the time. So <laughs> it was also a place that was like, when it's raining, you stay inside and you watch a movie because it never <laughs> rains, you know?
0: That's um, a lot of movies if you live in Vancouver. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. So I think having a kid helps and then investing in good gear, which I know is a privilege, but like water resistant really doesn't cut it <laughs> like I have a really good jacket and pants too and footwear that it's like okay I'm gonna stay dry at least if we go out and then my kid doesn't care if it's raining he like once we're outside he doesn't care at all like he's happy and there's lots of great trails and parks and spots around with the rainforests that have a little bit of cover so it feels a little bit less rainy I am still figuring that out <laughs> I've been in Vancouver for seven Seven years, I guess. And my husband would say every November, I'm like, I can't do it. I can't do another winter here.
0: Just the pits, though. Hey. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But literally every year I'm like, I can't live here anymore. I can't do this anymore. And then it comes in waves, right? I think even just like getting out and making a point, like waterfall trails, there's great waterfalls around that are little trails and easy to access. And in the wintertime, they're just rushing. So they're kind of impressive to see them (laughs) in the winter season for sure. Yeah. Those are like, you know, it's just kind of forcing. I always kind of had a rule that was like every day go outside regardless. And I think once you're out, then it's easier
0: to be out. I think it's a good point though about like I I normally forget about my own gear, um, and I you know you're so focused on getting the kid or kids out the door and like making sure they're all tucked in and waterproof, and then I get outside sometimes I'm like I didn't wear the right shoes, but now that we're out we can't do anything about it. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I recently went to a, um a birthday party with my kid, and one of those days when it was just pouring with rain, it was on a farm, so it was like as much mud as you can imagine, and I was like <laughs> I've had it with having wet jeans and wet shoes. I'm going to dress properly. I put on like my rain pants, my rain boots, everything. I was like, I'm so much more comfortable. Why don't I do this all the time? <laughs> it's like, not. I feel like I needed an adult size muddy buddy, but in lieu of that, I'll go with my rain pants, I guess.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Funny. We were just at a birthday party on the weekend and there was a woman that I'd met before, like at a previous birthday party. And she's like, oh yeah, I remember you. You were the one that came like fully head to toe in <laughs> Rain gear, and I was like, "Yeah, that was me." Like I used to be interested in fashion, and now I wear Gore-Tex all the
0: time. Yes, (laughs) but it's fashion, isn't it? I think so. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, you know, sometimes when you take kids outside as well, things go horribly wrong. Um, and I'm sure on maybe as part of the research for Trail Collective, when you've been putting together um the content for the app, you've maybe you've had to take your kid with you how how wrong can things go with your kid when you're out and about and what's what's some stories you have of when things did not go to plan
1: oh oh my goodness I feel like I've said like I feel like every day like whenever we go out there's like a mix of the smooth moments and then things just like totally going sideways and I feel like every day there's always someone crying for sure
0: <laughs> like hopefully not point, you I'm
1: not gonna say it's never happened but um oh, yeah I've
0: definitely cried with my kids
1: before <laughs> yeah like it's just like um I like I just think of like and it wasn't even like a big hike but it was when my son was a baby this one comes to mind because I was still like getting the hang of it like we had the little the ergo carrier where I was carrying him on the front I think he was only like I don't know, four or five months old, probably. And we went to Deep Cove just to do the Quarry Rock, which is, I think it's like a kilometer each way. Um, And it was a nice day. It wasn't a rainy day, it was a nice day. And it was on the weekend, because at that point, I only really did stuff if my husband could come too because my son would just like he had reflux and in the car, he'd just cry and cry and cry. So oh, no. <laughs> he came and it was like, of course, you did kind of like at that point, I didn't know yet. It was like, oh, he'll he'll sleep in the car on the way there. And then he'll probably sleep in the car on the way home. And that'll be like, perfectly fine. And that's not what happened. Of course, he didn't sleep on the way there. He like screamed cried, like yelling <laughs> so loud. And that trail's not open right now. But it used to be quite well traffic. so he mm-hmm. was just screaming 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 through the rainforest and then he fell asleep and then he peed and then he like <laughs> I didn't know until later but he also pooped and um it was just like he was in there and he was sleeping so and I felt like I was sweating but when we got back down to the bottom and took everything off it was just like poop and oh pee and everything everywhere <laughs> it was like okay like here you go like in intro to what this would like that was like my first real like hike I would say that I went on with him
0: (laughs) oh that feeling of like maybe it's sweat that is (laughs) I unfortunately can relate relate to that it's like the worst feeling in the world
1: (laughs) Yeah. And then other things like we've had tumbles and trips and falls. And I'm quite like aware I used to work in children's hospitals and in acute care and stuff. So I, I'm all like I agree with risky play, but I also am like prevent preventable accidents mm-hmm. and trips to the hospital and such, especially if you're like in an area where there's not great access. To... Anyways, yeah, we're just like, you know, walking, exploring tidal pools. This was quite recently and the rocks were slippery and he fell and like sliced his face open. And there was blood spraying everywhere and i was like oh oh my goodness we're like literally gonna have to figure out a way to get to a hospital from here and we didn't have to in the end like it stopped bleeding and it was okay and he was okay but his lip was like his well actually like half of his face was pretty swollen (laughs) i know right like and it was just like a very random slip but he was fine he was totally fine the next day we've had like all ends of the spectrum or we we planned a a new year's day sunset hike and around vancouver the in the Winter time, it's always like, oh, if it's raining and, you know, at sea level, it'll be snowing up higher. So we went up Seymour, met our friends early morning for us to hike, and it was raining at the top also. um And winter gear doesn't work well for very wet rain. No.
0: Oh, no. <laughs>
1: yeah. So we got like a, you know, I don't know, we got like a couple hundred meters in, and the kids were starting to like cry a little bit. And So we decided to turn around. But by the time we got back, like my son was just like shrieking and he was cold because he was wet. And it was like, I yeah I remember getting in the car and being like, oh, my goodness, we've just made like a horrible, horrible mistake. Like we went we went too far. He's so cold. Like this is something has gone terribly wrong. We all warmed up in the car, like stripped all the wet clothes and everything off and he was fine. But it was like. (laughs) <laughs> Everyone was super uncomfortable and soggy. It's very learned. soggy. Yeah,
0: <laughs> definitely had that moment where you take the kid out of like their snowsuit or whatever it is they're wearing and realize that their feet are like ice. And you're like, Yeah. Oh, I thought you know we because I was moving myself, I didn't notice how cold it was or wet or both. And yeah. you know, then you get back in, you unzip them, and you're like, Oh my goodness, like that! I haven't taken care of the basic needs of my child.
1: <laughs> Yeah, that's why I felt like a horrible mom. I was like, yeah, my lesson was basically like the wet snow. <laughs> like it's like we're prepared for wet weather and we are prepared for winter, but not together.
0: No, it's and just gross. wet
1: stuff is cold and winter jackets aren't waterproof. That's what we learned.
0: <laughs> tell you what, if you're listening to this right now and you're not from Vancouver, you'd be like, why the heck does anybody live there? <laughs> My yeah. friends in Australia, you know, their kids. You don't even really need a raincoat, so... <laughs> Um, so, Jess, if people are interested in learning more about both the um, the communities of mums and other women that you kind of convene, as well as the Trail Collective app, where can they find out more?
1: Trail Collective app, www.trailcollective.com without an e.com. And um, like I said, the app will be launching at the end of June. So right now the website has a couple blog posts, but you can sign up to be notified for the launch and download the app on iOS or Android. At that time, there's a Facebook group, but it's called Born to be Adventurous Mamas. Vancouver. There's also one in Fraser Valley too, if people are around there listening. And Calgary and Edmonton, Saskatchewan too. And then there's the Women Who Explore group in Vancouver as well. And I'm on Instagram, Jesse Sproat. I love making connections with people and I love the opportunity. I have met up with a number of people in real life that I've met through the platforms and I love being able to do that too.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining us or joining just me, solo me tonight. (laughs) 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 Jess, I really appreciate it. I'm looking forward to seeing the Child Collective app when it comes out and also to seeing some of those communities that you create. I think it's it's really awesome that you're able to bring together so many women from different walks of life who want to keep doing adventurous things with or without their kids. Um, And uh, we're all for that. If you want to know anything more about the group, that jessica's mentioned tonight uh, we'll include the links in the show notes you can also find us over on instagram at get outside with Kids, and we'll see you back next week